so excited for, for this coach that we have because she brings some energy and some passion that is so contagious and magnetic. She's from Parker's Prairie, Minnesota. And so she's going to bring the heat for us <laughs> because I, I could, it's, it's cold in Minnesota. But what we're talking about today is how she started and how she continues to restart. She's a 2023 elite coach, a two-time premier coach. She's a five-star diamond coach, a Success Club all-star legend, 45 months in Success Club 5, 28 months in Success Club 10, and a mom of three boys. And get this, she's also crazy because they're five and under. Please help me welcome to the call, Katie Fassett. Oh, I'm so, so excited to be here. Like, oh, dreams come true. This is just so fun. <laughs> I am so excited for you to be here. And I know that we talked a little bit before and you got some goods for us, my friend. So why don't you take us to how you got started? Bring us to this moment that we're at today. Okay. Okay. So we're going to back it up a little bit. Um, I grew up in a town of 400 people. That is very small. Maybe not to some people, but that's a pretty small town. And now I'm in a really big town of a thousand people. So it's like <laughs> I'm in a metropolis here in Parker's Prairie, Minnesota. But I grew up in a small town called Bellevue, Minnesota. And my uh, coach, my mentor upline, Molly Aslin, she grew up in the same small town. So that's kind of, I'll get more into that and how all these like weird God things kind of work this together. And I feel like every coach story that you hear, it is just this, this God thing, like people just come back together. And I think it's so cool. So I'm excited to share that part of it. Um, but kind of how my coach journey led up to this point now was um, me graduating college, getting married the exact same week that I graduated college. I've always been a little crazy. Okay. You'll, you'll hear that time and time again. You know, I had three kids back to back to back all boys got married young. Um, right away, we, we started having kids and that was just my my dream in life. I wanted to be a wife. I wanted to be a mom. Like some people go to college because they want to get this great degree. I wanted to get a Mrs. Degree. I wanted to get married. So I went to a Lutheran school so that I could meet a Lutheran guy so I could get married young and have kids. And that I thought like, once I get that, I am going to be so happy and, and all my dreams and wishes and life and fulfillment will be solved. Like that, that is it. Like that is how far I thought ahead in my life was get married, have kids. There we go. So right after we got married, we found that we were pregnant and then my husband got a new job. Um, I got a new job. We moved to a different place. We were in the town where we had graduated from college. So we moved to a new place. I had a new job. I was pregnant and I just kind of felt like, huh, pregnancy is harder than I thought huh, I didn't think I would gain that much weight pregnant. And here I am 70 pounds into this pregnancy. And I thought like, I'm young and things will just be easy. And I found that things were actually not that easy and moving and changing jobs and being a first time mom and all these things were just a lot of feelings and how I, uh, tried to, I don't know, succumb those feelings was by eating my emotions. And so I just would eat and eat. And people say eat for two. Well, I ate for like an entire football team. Like I just was constantly eating, gained all this weight. And during that time had had my baby, we got a new house. There was just a lot going on. And after I had my first, um, that was back in 2017, 
I just found that I really struggled with postpartum. And I know a lot of moms can relate to this, but I just felt extremely alone in that season of life. We were in a, in a new town where I didn't know a single person. I was living the farthest away from my parents that I had ever lived. I thought that motherhood would just come so easily to me that I had reached my dreams, that all the things I wanted in life, I have, I have a husband, I have a, I have a baby, but why, why do I feel this way? Why do I feel like I'm failing at everything? Why, why am I not this, this picture perfect image of a mom that I thought it was going to be? I, I had pictured, you know, like going to Starbucks and, and going to the zoo and, and doing all these fun things with my baby. And I found myself completely anxiety ridden, even leaving the house. And I found that when you, you know, have kids young, right after college, my husband and I, we both had loans. We had a lot of debt. So we weren't, you know, spending extra money to go to the zoo or different things like that. We had like loans out on our cars. We had loans out on our house. We had all these expenses. And I just realized like, whoa, life is smacking me in the face. Um, and I was working at a job um, that, that I was good at, but it wasn't like my passion. And so I just spent that first year of motherhood really struggling with my identity. I went from being in college, seeing my friends every day to having zero friends, having a baby and trying to figure this all out by myself while also not wanting to tell people how I felt because I was extremely embarrassed that this didn't just come so naturally to me. And so during that time, I think, so my baby was born in February and it was around May that me and my sisters had posted a picture on Facebook where we were all holding our babies. We had all had babies around the same time. I'm from a family of seven kids. So it, <laughs> wild, crazy. Okay. It just keeps getting crazier. Um, and so me and my sisters, we all had babies around the same time, like months apart. And we had this picture and somebody commented that said, oh, this is so fun seeing you girls all grown up. And I looked, I said, Molly Asplin, who who is that? And so I went and I clicked on her picture and I thought, oh, it's Molly Forcrew. That was her maiden name. And in a small town of 400 people, you know, everyone. So I knew Molly, but I didn't know Molly. Like we had never talked in person. She was, she was a few years older than me. So I, I knew of her, but had never talked to her. But I just, in that moment was like, I'm going to follow her. And so I, I clicked follow and you guys, the next day I regretted that decision so much because she was a fitness person. She was a fitness person. Those are the worst kind of people. I was like, no, no, she is a fitness person. She was posting her workouts, how she was reading this book. Her husband and her were working out. And at that point in my life, I was in such a negative headspace that I was just like, good for you. I'm glad that you can work out. I'm over here. I gained 70 pounds in my pregnancy. I'm struggling to even get out of bed in the morning. And so immediately I was just like, immediately, no, immediately, no. I think we've all heard that sound. And, um, and Molly had reached out to me after that and just said like, Hey, thanks for the, um, friend request. And like, how are you doing? And we got to chatting and then she invited me to our accountability group. And I remember sitting in bed with my husband and this is me literally not doing anything for my health. I'm, <laughs> I'm in the worst headspace. And I remember laughing with my husband. I'm like, who would ever do this? Who would ever spend this money on a shake or do these workouts? Like I can figure this out for myself. I can just go on YouTube or go for a walk. I don't need this at all. And so I just remember giggling and how funny that God was probably like laughing at me like, Katie, I hope you know that you're going to love this and you're going to totally be like a billboard for this program. So anyways, that's kind of how it started. But I found myself every day wanting to watch Molly's stories. Every day I would go on and she would share something motivational. She would share her personal development. She would share her workout. And I found myself just 
wanting that. I wanted that excitement to wake up. I wanted to be excited to work out. I wanted my husband to work out with me too. Cause during that time I gained 70 pounds. My husband had gained like 60 pounds. Like he, some husbands, they just gain weight when you gain weight, when you're pregnant. And so we were both just like not eating well. We were watching four hours of TV every night. Like I just felt like I was in such a rut in life. I would wake up be angry because I stayed up too late, then go to work. Well, at first I get in a fight of some sort with my husband. Then I would go to work. Then I would come home with baby and, and like try to be happy for him. And then I would just watch TV and then go to bed and then do it all over again. So watching Molly's stories was just like this bright spot in my life. So for those coaches listening, just know that there are people out there who just need some light and some bright, and they, they, it's so encouraging to them. So just, just a little like plug there. Um, and so I just found myself just loving watching that. And, and I got pregnant around the same time that Molly was pregnant now. And so now I'm pregnant with my second, my first two were, um, like two in less than two years, two under two. Um, and so, so she was pregnant at the same time. And I just thought that was so inspiring watching her work out while she was pregnant. And I was pregnant this time. And I just had this thought of, I don't want to go through the same thing that I just went through with my first pregnancy. I want this to be different. And so during that time, she had invited me again to her accountability groups. And I just knew I had to do this. So I, I hopped into her group and and my, and my, I asked my husband first too, I was like, ah, oh, should I do this thing? I really want to. And he was like, Katie, go for it. Like you need this. And so I hopped into this group and I'm not kidding that first week I felt absolutely in love with everything. If you knew me before Beachbody, no one would ever say like, wow, Katie loves fitness. She's super into this workout stuff. I had never, I remember me and my sisters, we tried to do this fitness thing on YouTube. The workouts were 10 minutes and I would call my sisters like, I could only do five minutes. I can't do this. This is too hard. I can't do more than five minutes. I was such a baby when it came to fitness, but the program I joined with was lift four or yeah, lift four. And I did four workouts that first week. And I literally thought I was a workout queen. I was like, I've never done that many workouts in a week. This is amazing. I feel so good. And during that time, Molly has suggested like doing personal development and listening to podcasts. And so I started listening to women inspiring women. That was one of the suggestions. And I didn't even know that Melanie Mitro was top coach. I had no idea about any of this stuff, but I heard in her podcast that she had two boys and I knew that I was going to have two boys and my, my wheels just started turning. Like, this is so fun. I'm loving this. What if I could do this too? What if I could encourage other moms who are struggling to start taking care of their health and start working out and, and just get out of that funk that I had been in. And so within that first week, I messaged Molly and said, is this crazy? I kind of want to coach. And she said, Katie, no, it's not. And so I got on the phone with her and I said, Molly, I'm all in. Like my gut is telling me that this is so right. But I know that my husband, he's a numbers guy. He's a financial advisor. I'm like, he's going to want to know all the numbers. I don't even care about that. I just need to have these written on paper so I can tell my husband. So she literally told me everything. Like, this is how much commission you make. This is how it works. This is, you know, just laid the whole comp plan out for me. I wrote it down on a notebook, called my husband, told him everything. I told him like he could hear, I mean, he knew how much fun I was having with this. And for me, just being like down in the dumps to being so excited about something, like he knew that this was going to be great for me. And so after I shared all those details, cause I knew he'd want to know what he said back to me was, okay, so sounds like the worst thing that could happen 
is that you get really fit. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I guess that's the worst thing that could happen is I get really fit. And so that was my start. I joined within a week of being in her accountability groups to coaching. And don't you wish all of our challengers would do that? Um, I was just so, so, so ready for change. And I had been watching Molly for about a year. So it just, it just felt so right. So joined um, coaching I in that July of 2018, and then I had my second November 2018, and I remember one of my biggest hiccups of joining as a coach was I thought nobody would want to join a pregnant person. Like I was pregnant. I was 20 weeks pregnant when I started coaching. Who's going to join a pregnant lady? I'm not getting results. I'm just continuing to get bigger and bigger. And my coach said to me, Katie, you joined me when I was pregnant. And so I was like, okay, I guess I don't really have that excuse anymore. And it was just so cool how me just sharing my journey and what, what I shared during that pregnancy was just, I want this to be different than my first. And I felt like I gained so much trust and just relatability from others. And so right off the bat, I was, I was sharing, I was talking about coaching. I was posting every single day and, and I did that all I've, I've always done that. I've always showed up. I've always shared. Um, and then a few years later, I'm going to kind of like speed up to where we are now. A few years later, I got pregnant with my third, my third boy that was in 2021 that he was born. And during that time, I had um, kind of had a shift with my mindset and my business, and we'll kind of talk about that more. Um, but my my social media started to pick up a little bit more, and I started to just get more confidence in that. And we'll talk about that here too. Um, but that kind of took me to where we are today. 2022 was a year that I just completely dived into the leadership role as a coach. And who anyone who's gone elite knows that it takes time. It's not just something where you're like, I'm going to go elite today. Like it, it's this effort that is consistency showing up. And so that's kind of what brought us here to today. Um, now we are here 2023. This is, I guess, almost, yeah, four and a half years that I've been doing this. It'll be five years in July craziness. I've coached through two pregnancies and two postpartums and yeah, that that's kind of how it started. I love hearing your story and I loved watching the comment section. First of all, your energy. I told y'all, I told y'all that she was going to bring the energy and it's, it's the passion and, and, and it's, and it's very real. Like we can sense the authenticity in it and shout out to Molly because yeah. like, seriously, Molly, putting your coaches your customers in the place of coach potential, introducing them to introducing Katie to your challenge groups, introducing her to personal development. That is, that is huge. So shout out to Molly, Katie. So in these restarts, in these redefining moments, you're here. Yep. What were some of the key actions and intentional behaviors that you took? And I know that you mentioned you're going to talk about mindset a little bit. What yes. were some of those intentional actions that or behaviors that you took? Yes. Well, I know how I said, like, you guys share your personal development, like share what you're reading because you don't know, like people want that. And I remember watching Molly sharing her personal development. It was so inspiring to me. I wanted that. So when I joined her group, I was like, I'm going to start reading, but we didn't have money. So I got everything I could for free. Like there were some books that were free on like the Kindle app. I would get them from the library. Um, but the first book that was free on the Kindle and it still is was the miracle morning by Hal Elrod. And one thing that he said in that book was it was sort of at the beginning. And he says something like, 
you are responsible for your own attitudes and your own actions. You are responsible for your life. And it was a, it was a big gut check for me because I felt like I had spent kind of my first year and a half of motherhood and marriage, just like blaming other people. Oh, the baby woke up. Now I don't have good sleep. Oh, my husband left his, you know, pants on the ground. That's super annoying. Like I just had such a negative attitude towards everything. So reading that book just changed my mindset of like, Katie, no, you can control this. Actually, the attitude is in your control. Bad things are always going to happen or things that annoy you. You can choose to just be grateful or you can choose to be annoyed and let it ruin your day. And so right out of the gate, mindset was something that was always a priority for me. I know it's one of the you know four vital behaviors is personal development, but I just focused on that. And in the beginning, it was a lot of mindset stuff and routines, atomic habits, um, miracle morning, slight edge, compound effect, things like that. And then as I started to grow in coaching, I started to focus on more leadership books, listening to John Maxwell. If you need some positivity and uplifting Zig Ziglar is like my team and Molly Steve, they all know I'm always like Zig Ziglar, listen to Zig Ziglar. Like it's just so good. I love his voice. Can't wait, wait to meet him in heaven one day. Um, but mindset is just, it's absolutely key because in this business where you get a lot of no's, you can get a lot of negativity. I remember someone in my family told me, Katie, maybe you should not post so much so that you don't annoy people. And I could have taken that and just quit. I could have been like, I don't want to annoy, annoy people. Like, oh, I don't want to, you know, that, but instead, because of my personal development, I was like, she doesn't get it. That's okay. You know, like I know that I have to post every day to show up. I'm running a business. I want this to grow. I can't just show up every like blue moon. I have to be consistent. And so it's that mindset work that is just going to help you so much. So that was something that I've always focused on. Um, and then another thing that was huge for me was I stopped looking at what other coaches were doing. Like I literally, people will say like, have you seen such and such coach, this, this, and that? I'm like, I have no idea because I literally, I found myself just watching everything they did and trying to like copy and emulate exactly what they did. Like I remember one time I was following this coach and she had announced her challenge group. I had already announced my challenge group. It was a different theme, but her theme seemed cooler than mine. And so I went and I changed my whole theme just to match her theme because I thought hers was cooler. And it was just, it was taking up time. I was comparing myself. So if you find that you are spending more time watching other coaches than doing your own actions, please, please stop, mute them. You don't, you don't have to unfollow them, but mute them so that you can focus on your own creativity and, and just show up as you. Um, another thing was I had about two years into my coaching business. I had gotten so caught up in follower account. I, I probably would follow a hundred people and maybe I'd get two people to follow me back. And then like 60 people would unfollow me that day. And I was like, what am I doing wrong? Like, am I just, I, I just was trying to figure out how, how can I get people to follow me? What, what can I post to, to catch people's eyes? Is it the photo? Is it the whatever? And I was listening to a podcast one day and he was talking about, you just need a thousand super fans. Like you have to learn how to serve the people you have right now, whether you have 10 people following you or 50 people following you or 10,000 people following you serve the people who are there. And so that was a huge mindset shift for me. So if you're a coach and you're new and you're feeling like, I don't even have that many people, it's like serve the people you have. And so I just started to show up for them. I started asking in my stories, what, what do you want to see? What would be helpful? And so many people just wanted to know basic things. How do you, how do you set up your workouts? What do you eat for breakfast? What do you, what do your kids do while you work out? And so I just found that people just wanted to know 
my life. Like they just wanted to know how, how I make it work as a mom of three busy boys. And so I just started to share like the real life, how I do these things. And it was literally from that moment that it was just a switch. And I started getting moms just like me following me because I started to just be me on social media instead of watching these other coaches who are awesome, but they're not me. We're all different and that's great. And so instead of copying them, I just started to be Katie and show up for the moms who are just like me. And it is wild. It's actually freaky to me. The amount of girls who join me, amount of moms who join me, who have three boys, like five years and under, like it is actually freaky the amount of moms of three boys who join my team. Um, so, or three kids or like, it's, it's crazy. Um, or from a big family and, uh, what else that, yeah, those were the, those were the things that's what I have written. So. And, and I love how intentional you were because it's one thing to hear these things and, you know, know these things and even know someone who implemented some of these mindset pieces and it worked for them. And it's another thing to, to do it and yeah. to live it. And that is so inspiring, Katie, seriously. Um, and you got a lot of other fellow Zig Ziglar fans too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so the three things, the intentional actions that I wrote down were you really worked on your mindset and you were very intentional about the type of personal development that you needed. And it was different in the season, in this new season that you were in. You went from more of the rah-rah books, which are so necessary. They were good for that season. But then you went to the more leadership development books. So it's identifying exactly what you need and doing that mindset work. It was also you stopped copying and pasting and you unfollowed people, right? And then the third thing that I wrote down is that you decided to really serve who you had. And the byproduct of that is that your team is filled with people who are, are like, yes, it that, freaks me yeah. out. Honestly, like we'll talk and also they're like, like, wait, you were homeschooled too. Like it is, it is freaky. We've all like watched the same movies. It's kind of weird, but it's also great because I feel like when they join my team, we're all on the same page and it's such an awesome feeling. I bet. So what would you say to a coach who is at the beginning of a restart phase? If you're at the beginning of your restart phase, remember that consistency goes such a long way. And if you're feeling like, oh, I, you know, wasn't consistent before, or I, you know, keep falling off, or, you know, maybe you have been consistent, but not like to the degree that you know you need to be, you can start now. You can start now being consistent today. A book that I'm rereading just because I was like, oh, I haven't read this since like four years ago is The Compound Effect. And something that I read today by Darren Hardy, he talks about how you can have a fresh start any moment, any moment. You have not missed the boat. Whether you've been coaching for five years, one year, one month, whatever, you you have not like I it makes me so sad when I have coaches that are like, oh, I haven't done that much, much in my first month of coaching. Like I thought I'd be so much farther ahead. I'm like, it's been a month. It's it's been one month. What do you expect to happen in a month? What would you tell your kids? You know, you're you're not going to tell your kids, "Oh yeah, if you're not great at playing the piano in one month, you should definitely quit." No, you would never say that to your child. So, if you wouldn't say that to your child, you got to set that example. You show up, you stay consistent. You work hard. You're not going to get good at these things in life if you don't do it every day. You got to just do a little bit every day. I think you can become an expert at anything if you just do it for 15 minutes a day. So even think of that, like just be consistent with what you have. And for me, I've built this business being a stay-at-home mom, 
life is crazy. And I just show up in the way that I can show up for that day. Some days my kids are absolutely insane. And I, there's no way that I can get two hours of coach work in. So I just say, okay, 30 minutes. That's what it is. And some days it was nothing, but I never beat myself up. I just showed up the next day and I was consistent with that. And that goes such a long way with this business. Just know there, there's no wrong time or right time. Just start, just start. Um, and then the other thing I would say is like I had kind of said before, let go of that comparison for me. When I started coaching, I had, I was really pregnant. So it wasn't really a time in my business where I was just like, go hard, stay up super late. Like it, it was a time where I was growing a human being. So that was my major focus in life. And, and during that time, other gals had joined um, at the same time and they all went diamond and they earned this trip and they, and they were just moving along in their businesses a little bit faster than I was. And I remember having this thought of like, oh, like, I just feel like I'm not doing as much. And then I was like, no, Katie, you're just in a different season of life and you're taking this with what you have. So instead of comparing and getting mad and feeling like I'm behind, I just said, I'm not going to compare my life or my chapter or my business to anybody else. This is my business. When you join, you're your own CEO. So there's no sense comparing to anybody else. And you just got to do what's bringing you joy, what you can show up and do in your business right now. So please let go of the comparison because now like I, I've been in this and some of those girls are done coaching and I'm still here because I, I knew this is what I wanted to do and I was always going to be here. So let go of that comparison. If that means that you have to mute some coaches or unfollow some coaches, I don't think anyone, if you unfollow me, I will not be hurt at all. Not at all because I get it. And sometimes you just need to have your own space so that you can put your blinders on and just have your own creative space and really show up as you instead of having these other voices coming in at you. Mm. So I remember hearing a story a few years ago about racehorses and the, yeah. the, the most the best racehorses out there, they always have on their blinkers, it's what they're called, but they're blinders, mm -hmm. what we're calling them. And the only time you ever see a racehorse fall, and even the best ones, even the best ones wear these blinders, the only time you ever see a racehorse fall is when they are not wearing their blinders or when they're looking over their blinders. That's the mm -hmm. only time you see them fall. And that analogy resonated and has stayed with me so, so, so much over the years. And I think that that is exactly what you're saying. It's mm -hmm. putting on your blinders, it's staying focused, and that is what allows you to be authentically you. Yes. Because you're not allowing these other voices to define what it is that you are trying to become. I love that so much. And then the consistency. So the consistency, the putting your blinders on, those are the two things that you are recommending for people. But what is one action? Give us one action that coaches can take. Like immediately, we're ending this call, it, immediately following this call, what is one action coaches can take? Post. Post. I am not kidding you. Like get used to posting, sharing talking about this, like that is how you're going to grow. And if you don't have a, like, if you have 50 followers right now, that is awesome because you know what? That's 50 eyes that are hundred eyes that are watching you. And, and you can just get all this out. Like, I feel that having those two and a half years of posting every day, I got all my like awkward posts out, all the cringy, whatever. So that when my following did start to grow, I just felt so confident in what I was sharing and what I was showing up to do every single day that I never even thought about the number. I never even thought I just was showing up. I've showed up the same way from day one to today. So just start posting now. And okay, 
you have no excuse because last week Deidre gave like literally the entire outline of what you can post every single day in February. And I know Holly Hillier, she gave us a whole um, training on that too. So there are no excuses. Don't come at me and say, oh, I don't know what to post. You know what to post. You know what you could post about today? You could talk about this call. What, what was one thing you learned from this call? Share that. Remember what Molly did for me. She would share her little tidbits, things that she learned in her personal development. And that was so inspiring to me. This world needs inspiration. This world needs light. Like it is a dark place. So show up and be that light. It doesn't have to be this huge extravagant thing. It can be the smallest thing of I'm going to be consistent. Like I'm not going to compare myself. It just, it's that simple. So please, that's my action for you today is just show up, go post, tag me in it. So I can see that's your accountability that you did this. Okay. That that's my action call for you. All right. I love that. And if you are with it, go ahead and, and post. <laughs> and make sure that you tag Katie. Katie, what is your Instagram handle? Uh, it's just Katie, K-T-Y, like Katie Perry, dot facet, F-A-S-S-E-T-T. I love it. Okay. So the last question that I have for you, and this is a big one. Yeah. How has your health esteem been impacted since becoming a body coach? Mm -hmm. You guys, this has, it sounds, I feel so silly when I say this because it's like, oh, this beach body thing changed my life, but it has literally changed our life not my life alone, my husband's life, my children's life. And my husband and I, we literally talk about our life in two parts before Beachbody and after Beachbody because of the change that was, that was in me. Like, I just want you to know that moms, especially like you are, you are the North star. My coach Molly says it all the time. You are the North star in your family. And when you would show up and you're healthy and you're strong and you're happy and you're working on your attitude and your mindset that feeds on not only you, but your husband and your kids and, and then their future kids and the people you talk with and the people you work with. And I think, I mean, I could go on what this has done, but for me, the biggest thing that this has done for us is our marriage. Our marriage was not good that first year of marriage. And I know some people are like, oh, my first year of marriage, we were in honeymoon stage. My husband and I, we were in fighting stage, getting mad at each other. And I remember my husband saying to me, and it makes me so sad when I think back to this, he said, Katie, I feel like I can't do anything right because I nitpicked every single thing that he did. And like I said, with a Hell Elrod book, it, it had just showed me, it was like a smack in the face from God saying like, Katie, it's not your husband. It's you. You have a bad attitude. You're showing up in the wrong way. And it was that smack in the face that I really needed. And it has completely changed our life. And my husband's been so supportive of this. And I told him, whatever, if ever you want to change. So he's a financial advisor. I said, if you ever feel like doing something else, I'm going to support you because you've supported me so much through this. And this past year, my husband, he's decided to go into the ministry and become a pastor. And I know I would not have the attitude and the encouragement that I have for him right now if it wasn't for coaching. So just know like this is so life-changing in so many ways. I could go, I'm like shaking because it's just made such an impact on our life. I could go on, but I'm going to end there. Like you can change. If you change one person's life, like my life is being changed. Like just think, just think like how amazing is that? Okay, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop. Uh, <laughs> okay, we can listen to you all day. And it's incredible the legacy that you are leaving and what this means for the people that you're bringing in also. Mm -hmm. So 
Katie, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for being exactly who you are and for reminding wow. us of so many things, including we are the North Stars yes. and that this is a legacy that we are leaving. Katie, you are incredible. We cannot wait to see you again. <laughs> and for everyone watching this, we will see you guys same time, same place next week. Yes. Thank you so much, Keyshawn. Thank you everyone for watching. All right. Bye y'all.